0: But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. I'm Brian McCullough. Today... All the announcements and headlines from Microsoft's Ignite 2020 conference. Microsoft is exclusively licensing OpenAI's GPT-3, for example. Google has debuted an Airtable rival called Tables. Ming-Chi Kuo thinks we'll see an iPad with mini-LED by the end of the year. What happened during Tesla's Battery Day? Pinterest has launched StoryPins. And how Spotify is enabling, essentially, SEO spam in audio form. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. Microsoft's Ignite 2020 conference was yesterday, and I'm here to give you a rundown of all the announcements. First up, Microsoft launched Azure Communication Services, which will allow developers to add voice and video calling, chat, text messages, and a whole lot more to their apps. This would be a direct challenge to Twilio, the current king of this sort of space. Quoting TechCrunch, As for the core services, the capabilities here are pretty much what you'd expect. There's voice and video calling and the ability to shift between them. There's support for chat, and starting in October, users will be able to send text messages. Microsoft says developers will be able to send these to users anywhere, with Microsoft positioning it as a global service. Provisioning phone numbers, too, is part of the services, and developers will be able to provision those for inbound and outbound calls, port existing numbers, request new ones, and most importantly for contact center users, integrate them with existing on-premises equipment and carrier networks. Our goal is to meet businesses where they are and provide solutions to help them be resilient and move their business forward in today's market, writes Van Vliet. We see rich communication experiences, enabled by voice, video, chat, and SMS, continuing to be an integral part of how businesses connect with their customers across devices and platforms, end quote. Microsoft also unveiled updates across Azure Machine Learning and Azure Cognitive Services, launched Metrics Advisor, bought Framework Composer, automated ML UI, and a whole lot more. But also let me introduce you to Azure Orbital, a cloud-based ground station as a service for satellite data processing. This competes with a product I didn't know existed called AWS Ground Station. Quoting GeekWire, Like AWS Ground Station, Azure Orbital makes it possible for satellite operators to control their spacecraft via the cloud or integrate satellite data with cloud-based storage and processing. To cite one example, oil rig operators could monitor their equipment remotely via satellites and the cloud." Microsoft also debuted new Teams features, including virtual commute, headspace integration, breakout rooms, and virtual coffee shops for meetings. So, you know, this one would be a shot across the bow of Slack and Zoom. The breakout rooms are exactly what you'd think they'd be, and the virtual coffee shop is exactly the gimmick you'd think it would be. But I found this part interesting, quoting VentureBeat, nobody misses traffic and the wasteful practice known as commuting, but Microsoft research studies have found that, quote, the reflection typically done during that time can increase productivity by 12 to 15 percent, end quote. And so in the first half of 2021, Microsoft Teams will let you schedule a virtual commute at the start and end of your day. Quote, what we're finding is that that commute experience, it's good for it not to be too long, but it did play a role in helping us clear our heads. Microsoft 365 corporate vice president Jared Spataro said in a press briefing. Think about what we're going into in the day and think about clearing up what we are coming out of in a day. And so this virtual commute experience allows you to take a step back, again, going into and coming out of your day to just organize your thoughts and to make sure you're really processing, doing some pre- and post-processing of your work. It turns out the research shows us that can be very helpful, end quote. Sort of like a podcast for your ride home, even if you don't actually have a ride home at the moment. I dig it finally, if there was a big headline from yesterday, it was this. Microsoft says it will exclusively license OpenAI's GPT-3 language model, which will continue to be offered via the Azure-hosted API launched back in June, quoting VentureBeat, a final time. The implications of the licensing agreement weren't immediately clear, but Microsoft says that OpenAI will continue to offer GPT-3 and other models via its Azure-hosted API launched in June. To date, the API, which remained in beta, has received tens of thousands of applications according to OpenAI. Microsoft plans to leverage the capabilities of GPT-3 in its own products, services, and experiences, and to continue to work with OpenAI to commercialize the firm's AI research. We see this as an incredible opportunity to expand our azure power. AI platform in a way that democratizes AI technology, enables new products, services, and experiences, and increases the positive impact of AI at scale, Microsoft EVP Kevin Scott wrote. The scope of commercial and creative potential that can be unlocked through the GPT-3 model is profound, with genuinely novel capabilities most of which we haven't even imagined yet. Directly aiding human creativity and ingenuity in areas like writing and composition, describing and summarizing large blocks of long-form data, including code, converting natural language to another language, the possibilities are limited only by the ideas and scenarios that we bring to the table, end quote. (music) Completely different companies, of course, but you'll see why I'm pairing this segment with that last one. Google has debuted Tables a work tracking tool to rival Airtable that can set task-based email reminders, send messages when forms are submitted, manage tasks, do a whole bunch of stuff. This is from TechCrunch, quote... Instead of simply tracking notes and tasks associated with a project in various documents that have to be manually updated by team members, Tables bots help do things like scheduling recurring email reminders when tasks are overdue, messaging a chat room when new form submissions are received, moving tasks to other people's work queues, or updating tasks when statuses are changed. Tables aims to take on some extra manual processes, like collecting data from different sources, collating it together, pasting into another document then handing it off, for example. The tool, however, is made to work with existing Google technology. That makes it a better choice for those who are already invested in using Google's ecosystem like Google's online documents, contacts, and more. To get started with tables, you can import data from Google Sheets or a .csv, share data with your Google Groups, and assign tasks to people found in your Google Contacts. You can also get started with one of the included templates if you prefer. The bots handle... Automated actions, while the data itself can be presented in different ways, like grid views, record lists, Kanban boards, and maps. Forms allow you to collect data on the fly without having to give people access to your tables directly, end quote. Also, this is worth noting, the Swift project has announced that its language tools are now available for Windows 10, quoting iMore. The Swift project, the ongoing open-source efforts to develop the Swift programming language, has announced that an initial release of Swift is now available for Windows 10. What this means is the tools, like the compiler and core libraries, are all available for developers right now. Swift was originally announced by Apple at WWDC 2014 as a modern language that would eventually take the place of Objective-C as the primary language for building applications for Apple's platforms. Apple has since open-source Swift, and the open-source project has made tools for the language available for CentOS and Amazon Linux distributions in addition to macOS and now Windows. You can download the Swift toolchain for Windows from the Swift project website. Ming-Chi Kuo says the next 12.9 12.9 inch iPad Pro, expected to be coming by the end of this year, will have mini LED displays, which would be a first for any Apple products. Quoting Mac rumors Quo has said that Apple has at least six iPad and Mac products with mini LED displays in its pipeline for launch at the end of 2021, but he indicates that the initial batch of displays coming through the end of 2020 will be for an iPad Pro. Apple's mini LED dyes will be mass produced in Q4 2020, but due to yield issues related to the production process of display module materials, the Q4 display shipments have been revised down by 50% to only 300 to 400,000. We believe that the mini LED display in Q4 2020 will be used for the new iPad Pro. Quo has long predicted that a high end 12.9 inch iPad Pro would likely be Apple's first mini LED product. End quote. OnePassword.com slash ride for your growing business. That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash ride. Don't let security slow your business down. Go to onepassword.com slash ride. I'm going to a big AI startup demo day here in the city tomorrow, and I will 100% be decked out in Mac Weldon clothing. Why? Well, Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of modern life. They look like regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Breathable underwear that keeps you cool, dry, and comfy all day. That's their Air Knit underwear. Crazy, comfortable, but elevated sweatpants, the Ace Collection. An upgraded classic polo with antimicrobial silver threads, the silver peak polo. That's my personal fave. And ultra soft antimicrobial tees for when you need to stay fresh longer. Their silver crew neck t-shirt. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MackWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with promo code RIDE. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code RIDE. You might have heard that Tesla and Elon Musk held a battery day yesterday. Here's what that was all about, quoting CNBC. During the battery day portion of the presentation, Tesla confirmed that it has designed and is producing its own battery cells at a facility in Fremont as part of its quest to make its cars affordable to a mainstream buyer. In general, the batteries of a Tesla, which contain thousands of cells, are the most expensive part of the car. Tesla's senior vice president of powertrain and energy engineering, Drew Baglino, described how the company's new cells, dubbed 4680, are larger and simpler to make than the 2170 cylindrical battery cells it purchases from Panasonic and other suppliers today. A Tesla battery pack would require fewer cells with the new shape and design." Baglino said the larger cells, along with other manufacturing and design changes underway at Tesla, would eventually improve the range of its cars by more than 50%, end quote. It would also make them more affordable. And thus, as he is wont to do, Elon Musk also made headlines with some, shall we say, bold and aggressive predictions as per usual. How about, potentially, someday, a Tesla Model S that would only cost about $25,000, quoting CNN. After reviewing improvements in Tesla's own battery designs and manufacturing advancements that could result in huge reductions in battery costs, Musk promised a $25,000 Tesla electric car that would be available in about three years. That would be much cheaper than any car Tesla has made so far. Musk has a history of sometimes under-delivering on promises or not even delivering at all. Years ago, Tesla promised a $35,000 electric car, the Tesla Model 3, but even then the Model 3 was only available at that price for a short time. Musk also announced on Tuesday that the $25,000 car would be capable of driving fully autonomously, a difficult feat because the sensors and other equipment needed for even partly autonomous driving are expensive. And even as he touted the company's ambitious future plans, he admitted that the company's fully autonomous driving software experienced unforeseen challenges, prompting a fundamental rewrite of, quote, the entire software stack, though he did not detail when that rewrite occurred, end quote. Is there anything the story's conceit can't be applied to? Pinterest is joining the stories bandwagon by launching Story Pins, which combine multiple pages of images, videos, voiceover, and overlaid text, as well as a bunch of other tools for creators. Quoting TechCrunch. We wrote about StoryPins back in June, and apparently various versions of the format have been in the works since last year. But the company is only officially launching StoryPins in beta today, along with a number of other tools designed to help creators on the platform. Asked yesterday how StoryPins differ from the stories we'd seen on Snapchat, Instagram, or any other social media platform, Pinterest head of content creator and home feed product, David Temple, told reporters that Pinterest's approach is different in a few key ways. Quote, story features on other platforms are designed to show you what people are doing, Temple said. Story pins are designed to show you how people are trying new ideas and new products. That means the features and intent are dramatically different, end quote. For one thing, he noted that they're not ephemeral, meaning that they don't disappear after a set period of time and can still be surfaced via search or other discovery mechanisms. Quote, the best ideas and story pins remain relevant for months, end quote. In addition, the main interaction with a story pin, as with other forms of content on Pinterest, is to save it rather than a simple like button, and they can include lists of the necessary supplies or ingredients. All of this, Temple argued, tilts story pins towards inspiration, utility, and a general positive tone, end quote. And finally today, I think we've talked along these lines before, but One Zero takes a look at how Spotify's UX decisions have essentially led to the growth of adjective-laden general musical artist names. Basically, I'm describing a kind of SEO spam for music. Quote, You've probably never heard of them, but Relaxing Music Therapy is an artist that has a pretty damn successful musical career, at least on Spotify. This artist, in quotes, has more than 500,000 monthly listeners on the platform, all thanks to one simple trick— optimizing their name to show up prominently in Spotify search results. Spotify is full of quote-unquote artists like this, pro sound effects library, on-hold music, yoga, jazz music therapy for cats, and natural white noise best nature sounds for sleeping, stress relief, relaxation, sound therapy. That's the entire artist's name. It's quite a mouthful. While the platform pays only in the neighborhood of a third of a penny per stream if you're not Drake, it boasts more than a quarter billion active users. So if your music ranks highly for a search term, you can accumulate enough listens to steadily make hundreds, in some cases thousands of dollars a month with minimal effort. The key to success is to find a phony artist name that Spotify users are likely to type into search, like Relaxing Music Therapy. Some of these artists use names inspired by an adjective commonly used to describe music. Others name themselves after popular uses for certain kinds of music, well-known generic tunes like children's rhymes or entire music genres. Often these creators optimize further by titling tracks and albums with related words and re-uploading the same songs ad nauseum, which can look especially absurd when filtering to see just a single tune. Relaxing Music Therapy, for instance, has uploaded the track Stream in the Forest with Rain 616 times to date, end quote. The piece goes on to outline sort of how this musical SEO works in practice. The piece made me realize that I have actually interacted with one of these quote-unquote artists myself, the artist known on Spotify as Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday has uploaded hundreds and hundreds of versions of the birthday song in various styles like EDM and acoustic. They get roughly 140,000 monthly listens, and I realized that at the last children's birthday party we hosted when I searched for Happy Birthday, I probably got them. That's all for today. Talk to you tomorrow.